Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 829, for Saturday, December 3rd, 2022. This is the BGG Page Views edition. As you may remember, we are already in a somewhat elevated page views environment in Board Game Geek, but then this last week has included Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So I think that's probably the reason why the overall levels are generally higher. Our long-running, long-in-the-tooth, evergreen games are around a 15% bump uh, for all of them. Uh, Some, of course, some other games have a little bit less, some other have a little bit more based on other recent activity. But I think generally speaking, there's that elevation across the site. Down two to number 20, Teletum by Daniela Tashini and Simone Luciani, published by Board and Dice, with 18,565. That's a gain of 845, or 4.8%. But when the average gain is 15%, that's not really enough. It is also a 1,000 more than last week's number 20, and is the most views for a number 20, since January 6th of 2018. So last week had the most views since January 20th. This week surpasses that January 20th total. Now you have to go back to January 6th of 2018, which is a noteworthy week because that's the week that Gloomhaven posted its all-time high mark for most views in a week. That week, the number 20 game had over 22,000 views which is a bunch. Uh, this week, our number 20 at 18.5. Bouncing back up to, to number 19, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 19,175, 610 more than Teletum, and a gain of 17%. This is the fourth week in the last five that Terraforming Mars has been number 19. After popping into the top 10 for a week at number 3, tumbling down to number 18, Heroes of Might and Magic 3, the board game, by Camille Bielakowski and Jakob Olegczek, published by Archon Studio with 19,299, 124 more than Terraforming Mars, a decline of 48%. After two weeks at number 23, up 6 to 17, Cascadia, by Randy Flynn, published by Flat Out Games, with 19,509, 210 more than Might and Magic, and a gain of 24%. So they're a little above the uh, regular curve. 17 is the highest position Cascadia has seen since the end of July, shortly after its Spiel des Jahres win, when it was number 13. Back up 3 to 16, Everdell, by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 20,147, 638 more than Cascadia, a gain of 15%. Moving back up 1 to 15, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 20,726, 579 more than Everdell, a gain of 
After falling out of the top 10 last week, down just 1 to 14, Flamecraft by Manny Vega, published by Cardboard Alchemy, with 20,731. Five more than Gloomhaven, and a decline of 2.1%. Swapping places with it, up 1 to 13, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and MJ Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 21,616, 885 more than Flamecraft, and a gain of 6%. Moving up 5 to 12, Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 22,782, 1,100 more than Arkham Horror, and a gain of 26%. And moving back up 1 to 11, Weather Machine by Vital Lacerda, published by Eagle Griffin Games, with 23,012, 230 more than Wingspan, a gain of 7.7%. We have four new entries in the top 10, falling out are from 3 to 18, Heroes of Might and Magic 3, the board game, from 10 to 21, and ending a 10-week run in the top 10, ISS Vanguard, from 9 to 69, Unconscious Mind, and from 7 out of the top 100, Flow. Dropping 2 to number 10, where it is for the fourth time in the last five weeks, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 23,061, just 49 more than Weather Machine, just 279 more than Wingspan, so narrowly clinging on to the top 10. That is a decline of 5.5%, but is 281 more than last week's number 10. Debuting at number 9, Pest, by Kai Stark and Thomas Nielsen, published by Arcana Games, with 23,779, 718 more than Spirit Island. The theme of Pest is that a plague has stricken an empire and brought it to its knees, so players must rebuild the empire while also dealing with the effects of the disease. The Kickstarter blurb refers to it as a, quote, strategic Euro board game, unquote. Re-entering at number 8, after spending the last two weeks at number 11, Dune Imperium by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 26,369, 2,600 more than Pest, and a gain of 16%. Number 8 is the highest position Dune has seen since September 10th, when it was last number 8. After debuting last week at number 2, down 5 to 7, Elden Ring, the board game, by Matt Hart, Sherwin Matthews, and Fraser McFetridge, published by Steamforged Games, with 31,392, 5,000 more than Dune, a decline of 40%. Repeating at number 6, Endless Winter, by Stan Kordonsky, published by Fantasia Games, with 33,168, 1,700 more than Elden Ring, and a gain of 16%. This is the 10th week in the top 10 for Endless Winter, and so the 82nd time 
a game has crossed or met that threshold. Our third new entry returns after more than three years away and charts for only the second time at number five. Eon Trespass Odyssey by Marcin Velniki, published by Into the Unknown with 33,273, 108 more than Endless Winter. The Kickstarter blurb from three years ago said that it was, quote, an epic one-to-four-player massive campaign game of adventures, base-building, and tactical battles with giant monsters, unquote. The Kickstarter campaign raised over a million dollars, and it is now arriving to backers, though nearly two years late. Moving back up one to number four, Ark Nova by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games with 34,000, 284, a thousand more than Eon Trespass, and a gain of 7%. Moving up one for the second week in a row, from 5 to 4 to 3, Heat, by Asger Harding Granarud and Daniel Skjold Peterson, published by Days of Wonder, with 38,243, almost 4,000 more than Ark Nova, and a gain of 9%. After spending the last two weeks at number one, backing down to number two, Frosthaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 38,934, 691 more than heat, and a decline of 34%. I must admit I was a little surprised to see Frosthaven relinquish his grasp on the number one and to see such a big decline. Gloomhaven, of course, once it finally got into people's hands, just went into the stratosphere. I don't know whether that means that Frosthaven just isn't going to have the legs that Gloomhaven did. It is very rare for a sequel to do as well as the original. Or whether there's something about distribution where not everybody has the game yet, and so we're just going to see it bubbling here for a while. I haven't been following the trajectory the story behind the score very much, so I guess we'll find out. But it does yield the top spot to our highest new entry, a debut, Undaunted Stalingrad, by David Thompson and Trevor Benjamin, published by Osprey Games, with 42,012, 3,000 more than Frosthaven, and more than quadruple what it had last week. Undaunted Stalingrad is a re-implementation of Undaunted Normandy, which was released in 2019 and currently ranked number 173 on BoardGameGeek. It is a two-player World War II-themed deck-building game that has missions. This version, the Stalingrad, is a platoon-level campaign that has 150 missions. Stalingrad's only previous appearance in the top 20 was back at the end of January when it was announced. It was number 15. Undaunted Normandy charted four times with a peak of number 6, and Undaunted Reinforcements charted three times and peaked at number 2 almost exactly a year ago, December 11th of 2021. So this is the best performance for an Undaunted game as it claims the top spot. For Saturday, December 3rd, 2022.